Welcome to a Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies special event, the Halloween Spooktacular. <laughs> Excuse me. Damn those seasonal allergies. That evil laugh chokes me up every time. <clears throat> Anyways, welcome back to the Halloween Spooktacular, brought to you by Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies. This is a special limited time one-shot event with three brand new characters. Lenny Biloxi, the vampire blood hunter, played by Josh. Ingemar, the High Elf Warlock, played by Seth, and Sir Owen, the Cleric Paladin, played by Sam, and your temporary Dungeon Master, Taylor. There's not a lot to recap, but I just wanted to remind everybody, you did a short rest under the stairs in the broom closet, and then after the short rest was done, you came over to the library, mm -hmm. and you found a key, and you found some books and journals about money and wealth and aging and some kind of... Did you know. we find what the key goes to? No. Oh, yeah. We also found out that the owners are, had a ton about, like, cosmetics and makeup and just, like, vanity type stuff. We got yep. a little insight into these weird turn people. Exactly. Maybe they were born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's transmutation spells. Okay, so the first thing I'd like to do is... Um, just kind of check out like the broom closet and see if the key works on like fits that or what type of key is it, like a big grand key or is it just like a little it's like a little skeleton key skeleton key yeah it's like a little iron key no no markings on it or insignias on it or anything okay like that. so like i'm not even gonna worry about checking the front door i'm just gonna see like does is it just for the broom closet is it something lame okay it's not for the broom closet okay um I'd say we just hold on to it. You know, we might find a lockbox or something. Um, y'all ready to go upstairs? Yeah. What else y'all want to do? Anything else you want to do downstairs? You want to do an investigation in any of the rooms? You want to do anything like that? I feel like we scoped out most of them pretty well. <laughs> you don't want to ever gross. go back in the kitchen. <laughs> no, that place, place is gross. Yeah, it was gnarly. Um, um, yeah, I'm ready to go upstairs. What do you guys think? Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, what is what was Blackbeak doing 
during our rest and while we explored the library and stuff? Yeah, good question. So Blackbeak, um, he went into the closet with you. And if you remember, he found a letter that was from Jack to Verelda. He found a little folded up piece of paper in the broom closet. Basically, during your fight, he sat on the mantle like in that room and was like just watching you guys and don't recall what the letter said. Okay, I'll go back over it. So I'll just read you what the letter said. So Blackbeak pulled this letter out of the closet. It was folded up super small. And it says this. It says, Verelda, you must plead with mother and father. The parties have become more frequent and we've been locked in our rooms more often. They say it is for our own good. But we're adults now in our own right. Why can't we join in on the celebrations? Jack. Oh, Lantern. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the, the jack-o'-lantern joke. <clears throat> but, but I don't remember the rest of that, so <laughs> thanks. Okay. Out no of problem. Yeah, and I probably, yeah, that was like right before we got off. Let me describe the scene. Mm-hmm. You walk up the stairs, and it is dark up here. It is totally unlike um, downstairs. There is a fireplace at the very far end when you look all the way down the hall, but it is not lit. Um, there are lanterns and candles but they are, none of them are lit. It's pretty dark up here. You've just got the moonlight kind of peeking through the windows and some kind of cracks in the walls and where the ceiling meets the walls. Um, when you look to your direct right, there is a room with chains over the door. Um, it's chained from the outside and there is a padlock on that. And when you look to your left, what you can see in your immediate vicinity it's dark, but it is a pretty grand, um, like double door, and it is shut. Um, that's what you guys can see at the end of this hallway. Do you have dark vision, Ohen? I definitely do not. So I will uh, so walk do, up so... and, and take a candle uh, off the wall and flick my fingers and make a little fire as I cast a cantrip to light the the candle. So do, do you have dark vision, Lenny? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay, so is there anything I can see with my dark vision that they might not be able to see? Um, you could see down at the other end of the hallway, there's another <coughs> on the left, on the same side as the other big door, there's another kind of grand door on the left. And then on the right, there's another door that's kind of like a puny door, um, similar to what you see, but it's not chained or anything. And it's on the right end of the hallway. And that's pretty much all you see. There's paintings and stuff on the walls, but nothing, uh, that catches your eye really in this hallway. Does the key open this door? Who has the key? Do y'all remember? Lenny. Lenny. Yeah, I have it. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. I mean, my notes says I don't. I mean, I was half asleep <laughs> towards the end of it, so I yeah, probably you're good. I think you're that good. you just like were like, yeah, take the key. So it that says, checks out for me. Lenny finds an iron key, and we see many books about greed and shallow desires. Good sir, does my key open your chain? So you uh, pull out the key and you put it in the lock, and it does open this door. Ooh. You so first, strong. friends. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Sir Ohen will, um, he'll actually snuff out the candle and he'll don his sword, his long sword and his shield, and he will cast light on the, uh, crest on his shield facing away from him. Okay. 
And, and uh, I got Seth. Op- I got Ingemar opening the door, so I'm gonna go ahead and let him open the door. And okay. simultaneously, as he opens the door, he casts Detect Magic. Okay, and you will be happy to know that it does detect magic. Yay! <laughs> something afoot. you detected it. And before we get into that, I'm gonna. If you guys just want to kind of walk in as you are describing, just kind of put yourself how you are, and I'll kind of just describe what you see, and then I'll tell you what the magic detects and all that good stuff. If you just want to kind of play that how you how you would um, with your swords or shields. Are you damn sycophants? <laughs> how you get oh. through this keyhole? Okay, so. There is a dead man on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you walk in, um, it's a it's a gruesome scene. Um, it's pretty obvious what's happened. So there's a skeleton by the door. Female clothes. I'm sorry, she's in female clothes. Um, the door is beat up from the inside. So <sighs> there's a broken chair next to the door. Um, some pieces of wood. There's claw marks on the door. Oh, that's gnarly. The windows are bricked up, um, so you can actually see there are four windows in this room, and they're fully bricked up. No light coming in. It's it's really dark in this room. So actually, yeah, Owen, you're, you've got your light. The other guys have dark vision, but if you didn't have that, it, it'd be basically pitch black in this room. There's another skeleton on the bed. It's got kind of it's got male clothes on, similar size skeletons. Yeah, that's kind of what you see. There's a lot of like chairs knocked over, tables knocked over. It looks like definitely something has gone on in this room. So can I do a medicine check on the skeletons to see um, what happened <clears throat> to, to yeah, the bodies, like how they died, if they starved to death or, if, you know, something else? Yeah, and since Seth um, already did his detect magic, as soon as you go over, which skeleton are you going to go? Are you at? Um, I'm going to check the one by the door first, the female. Okay, so as soon as you check the skeleton by the door, female, I'm going to put you guys into initiative. Ooh. uh And what happens is two ghosts come out of the skeletons. They're they're startled. They're like, "Who's there? Who's there?" They're startled. (laughs) Right. And um, if you guys want to go ahead and roll initiative, and I'll kind of set the scene for you guys while y'all do that. It's off, ghost. I rolled a nine. I got a three. Fifteen. Must be nice. Yeah, these ghosts don't have blood. I don't want any part of this. Guys, have fun. I'm going to go look for blood. Don't you have some special ability that makes it not even matter? Yeah, <laughs> you do. Have blood? Yeah, I can suck everybody's soul. Or whatever <laughs> I do. Probably what these yeah. guys need is a good old soul sucking. You can suck well, something need, on them. I need a soul sucking. <laughs> I, really I really wanted to make a joke when you said the window was all bricked up. I was like, I'm all bricked up too, baby. <laughs> Go ahead, it's got to be one of those oh. nights. Suck the soul okay, up so, toes. Um, <laughs> the windows are bricked up, and so am I. I okay. do say. <laughs> I do declare. My penis is erect, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, so you guys are. I'm gonna, and I need to. Is this fucking Obi Wan Kenobi? 
<laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Ignore what they look like. These are just generic ghosts. Um, actually, I'm generic ghost. Kenobi, you served with my father in the Clone War. I'm glad you said that because I have images of them that I'm going to put in Discord that are were AI generated that are super cool. Bro, you're messing with fire, inviting all this AI into your house and shit. I'm telling you. I'm all about it. Give me more. Oh, they're freaking awesome. That's not cool. One's like a badass rapscallion young man, and one is like a if Toadette was a badass uh, Victorian woman. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. So. Two, two ghosts appear. Um, you guys are all three kind of investigating this one by the door. It's a female ghost. She's probably <laughs> late teens, you know, somewhere between 17 and 18, 19, somewhere around that age. And um, she, she pops up out of this skeleton. And then um, you see out of the corner of your eye on the bed where the other skeleton was laying, um, you see a male skeleton. And he, he's about the same age. They look basically identical. Um, and if you remember back when you walked in, you saw a family portrait. It looked like there were some young twins. So um, you would you would know that the, that's who these guys are, just based on the picture that you saw and what they look like. Um, the horrible letter we read. Yeah, they they look um, they look like just regular humans. Um, they're ethereal. You know, you can see through them. They're kind of floating above the ground. Um, but they don't have any kind of crazy features or claws or weapons or anything. Um, and, uh, yeah. So she pops up in front of you and she's like, who's there? Who's there? Ah, it's a spectral demoness. (laughs) Arm yourselves, boys. (laughs) I was like, Ingvar, we may not, we may not need be so rash. Nothing in this house Nothing in this house is good, and nothing good will come of anything we find here. Slay it all, be slain. When, when, when there are terrors, they're also victims. When Ingemar says that, the male on the bed, he 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 screams out in fear. Oh, oh, Jacqueline, who who are these people? Who are these people? And she goes, "Shut up, Jack! You coward." We mean not. We we do not mean to hurt you. And why do you come into this room? Who are you? We were lost wanderers. There was a terrible fog that drove us into this house, and we merely seek to understand what it is that we've stumbled upon. Ah, adventurers, huh? I see your weapons and your shield. You're not the first adventurers to come into our room. Unfortunately, you probably won't be the last. Our souls have been trapped in this room for ages. No peace, no rest. We exist forever in this room. What is it that binds you here? Why can Phrasma not take your soul? If I knew, I would be at peace. How did you pass, if I may be so direct? Well, you see, mother and father, they became obsessed with their looks and with their wealth. They threw these lavish parties every night. Every night, every other night, party, party, party. They locked us in this room from the outside. And one night, they never returned. And they left us here to starve and die. That is, truly that too is much uh, quite the dick move, I say. Yes. I believe uh, where I lacked for words, my friend Lenny has phrased it perfectly. Quite and the you, dick move. You hear the other, you hear the other ghost, Jack. He, he's like, 
he's cowered in the in the corner now. He's backed away from the bed. And he's like, Jacqueline, what are they saying? What what do they want with us? What do they want? She just kind of rolls her eyes and looks back at you. Well, spirit, name yourself friend or foe. I am what you see me as. You decide. You look fairly friendly to me, uh, Miss. Um, my name is Lenny Biloxi from Hattiesburg. Pleasure to meet you, Lenny. I am Jacqueline Turn. This is my brother, Jack Owen Turn. Quite the name you have, sir. Yes, it is a pun that sounds similar to Jack O' Lantern. Your parents really <laughs> did hate you, didn't they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what a jack-o'-lantern is. We've been in this house for hundreds and hundreds of years. Nice to meet you, Lenny. And the pleasure is mine, miss. And so Jack speaks up and he says, Jacqueline, are they here to help us? What are they, what are they doing? What, what, what do they want? Are they going to help us? Are they going to put us to peace? What are they going to do? And she says, I don't know. I don't know. Shut, will you shut up, Jack? You coward. <laughs> so, um... Ages and centuries of listening to your cowardice oh my gosh she's such a douche sister sir owen has uh two holy symbols one is like his you know main pewter one that he wears around his neck but he also has a small wooden carved one so it's just like this little effigy of an angel that's like hand carved it's very simple and he's gonna walk over towards jack like real carefully like you do towards a a frightened child or something and say Huh. Would you like to see my my toy here, my carving? Huh. What, what, what do you want? What do you guys want? You're not going to leave us in here, are you? Well, we will do whatever we can to help you. Well, I, I, I just, I'm scared. We've been in here for so long, and everyone that's come through just leaves us in here, and, and we, don't, we don't know what to do. We're, we're, we're just, I'm, I'm scared, I'm scared. Well, Jacqueline's not scared. She's, she's, she's um, got a little bit of an anger issue, but I, I'm, I'm very scared. <laughs> Well, good, good, sir. If I may present, why are you scared if you have been here for so long and the worst outcome is being here longer? I just, then- I just don't want, I just don't want to be left alone. I, it's, it's been so long since we've seen any other people. I, I, I just don't want to be left alone in here. I don't know if anyone would ever come back. I see. Uh, well, sounds like you need therapy, friend. Yeah, yeah, yes, I'm sure, I'm sure that I do. We've, we've been locked oh, in this room gosh. so many times by mother and father. They, they became crueler and crueler as as time went on, and they we hear them. We even hear them come upstairs, and and sometimes I I don't know. It sounds like they go into into father's study, and we Do don't the know why. Do your mother and father still reside up in this house? Oh, I, I don't I don't know. Like, but we've been trapped in this room. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know anything outside these walls. If they were to open the door for you, would you be able to leave then? I, I don't know. It feels like we're bound to our our remains here. I, I don't know. We, we we just we're stuck here. We don't Put know the what. Boys' bones in my backpack and let's go, gentlemen. Oh dear God! <laughs> so Owen will just like cast a glance at him, like if you want to, that's, that's on you, man. <laughs> he can ride on me like C three PO on Chewbacca. Um, why don't you make a, um, why don't you make like, Lenny, why don't you make a, um, persuasion check? Stay here. Lenny, keep just talking amongst yourself. I'm trying to figure this out. No, you're good. Oh, no, I'm just waiting for the bones on Chewbacca. 
What is a Chewbacca, sir? I've never heard of such a thing in this universe. Mm-hmm. Don't you bring your fourth wall breaking in here and then try to dump it on me. <laughs> in fairness, I did. What did you t- the fourth wall with the fun comment? <laughs> what what uh what'd you say for me to roll? Roll a um, persuasion check for Jack. So you, you wanna you wanna convince him to come with you, basically? Sure. Okay. Yeah, roll a se- persuasion se- check. Seventeen. Okay, that's pretty good. Um yeah, so what do you want to do? Jack, may I pack up your bones and bring your spirit along with me if it oh, may I come? I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, Jacqueline, she she might not like that. I don't I don't know what. Yeah, maybe. What what are you going to do with me? What are you going to do with my bones? I don't know, good sir. You seem to want out of this room. I'm trying to offer you suggestions. Okay, yes, yes. I I, I will I will do that. Yeah. Well, hop on. <laughs> okay, so now just just hold on for a second. Let's kind of go turn based here now. Okay. Um. So either one of you guys just speak up, the other two guys, and see what you guys want to do. I'm, I'm waiting to see what Seth's gonna do. Okay, Seth, you go ahead. I don't know what any of the four of you are doing, but I'm gonna stand back in this corner. If you felt Temptress make a one move, I will burn you to the ground. Gotta put your pecker away and calm down, Clint Eastwood. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, Sir Owen. Sir will, uh, say, uh, well, Jacqueline, would you like to join your brother in leaving this room after all these years? She just kind of glares at you and she's like, what makes you think that you're any different than the others? We've been in this room for so long. Well, your bones are still here, so the others didn't think of that, missus. He'll uh, just kind of like, without answering, he'll just like look at her and like slowly reach down to scoop her bones up like a, you know, baby <laughs> cradle carry. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you guys one more thing that I did not mention. Also, I'll give you the opportunity before you leave this room if you want to um, investigate the room. There are a few more items that I should note. Over in this far corner, there is a tall um, body length mirror. And also there's not a model for it, but in this corner next to the mirror, there's a dollhouse and it's a large, pretty intricate dollhouse. You also see two desks and there are two trunks at the foot of each bed. So I'll let y'all decide what you want to do and you can kind of you don't have to go in turn based um so we're gonna say that you owen you've got her remains and um lenny you've got jack's remains i i think we take them right outside it's not we don't have to go through a lot of rooms to do that well let's see if let's see if their spirits will follow or can i'm going through all the chests and trunks and not looking okay let's let's let anywhere near the mirror let's let um ingomar go through while you guys just kind of well, would you would you wait till we left to start rummaging or I would just start rummaging the moment you scooped your bones up okay so let's let Ingemar go through everything so when you look in that chest you see just kind of basic clothes that is um, looks like Jacqueline's bed just some clothes and like robes just some kind of you know especially compared to the status of the home that you're in, kind of some meager clothing, 
there's a journal where she's kind of she's just angry and uh, rebellious teenage girl type ramblings that you kind of are flipping through um there's 20 gold in hers so if you want to take the 20 gold you got 20 gold in that if you want to check out um, his chest it's very similar um his journal is a little different it's all he he's sad and scared and um he 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 writes about pleading with Jacqueline and her anger and um he he just doesn't understand what mother and father are doing and why they can't be a part of it and just kind of depressing and emo um and there's 20 gold in there as well really nothing else of value okay and you said with the mirror you want to stay away from the mirror do you want to do anything with the dollhouse no I'm going to the desk (laughs) okay so um what did you say you're gonna go you're gonna do what go to the desk to to the desk yeah okay nothing of, of note really at the desks um just uh drawings and childhood pictures there's a family portrait of the turns with the two kids as as younger kids and they look happy just those sorts of things writings and pictures just just what you would see on like a kid's desk basically okie dokie and that is pretty much it unless anyone else wants to do anything else in this room i want to ask you escute these guys rats out to the front door <clears throat> getting Lenny just so- soaking into my body <laughs> hold yeah, on so what um, happens when I cross the threshold up. with her bones yeah. <laughs> okay y'all ready for this <laughs> about to get fun All okay right. so um, who walks out first Or y'all? well y'all are like right on top of each other huh yeah, I mean, I assume Owen would go out first because it'd be weird to, like, wait for Lenny to pass him. So as soon as you two leave the threshold um, with the bones, Jacqueline, the angry sister, she is going to try and possess your body, Sir Owen. And Jack is going to do the same thing to you, Lenny. So I need y'all to roll charisma saves. Okay. Charisma saving so roll throw. a roll a charisma saving throw each one of you. Ooh, twenty one total, baby. Okay, four. So... <laughs> wait, okay, wait, that wasn't go. a saving throw. Never mind. That was a oh. check. Okay, roll your charisma saving throw. That's a little better. Fifteen. Okay, so you both pass those checks. So you're both like, "What the fuck?" And you just kind of like jump back, and they they just pass right through you, like. <sighs> And they pass right through you, and uh, yeah, what do y'all want to do? I just want to like toss the ball. Whose turn is it? Well, we let's go. Uh, let's go turn base. So it looks like um, let's just say in this scenario that instead of our roles, uh, looks like Owen walked out the door first with Lenny behind him. So we'll do Owen first. What do you want to do? I'm just gonna toss the bones on the ground and. St- jump out of the room and see if she's like fully trapped in there because she said she was okay yeah dog i'm gonna do the same scooby do this shit okay so you you both drop the bones ingomar what do you do uh both the ghosts are kind of like um jack and jacqueline they're both kind of like hovering inside the doorway just kind of like what the fuck like what they they're really not even quite sure what happened to be honest well i guess i'm gonna go in the hall if that's an option yeah that's an option well have a good time, you two. 
why don't we uh have a talk with your parents? <laughs> your <laughs> your parents will be hearing from us. <laughs> okay, so y'all are back out in the hall. Um, Nobody listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't hear that. Be like, well, Ingmar, I will admit you were right. They are the worst children. Uh, I would have locked them in there too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so y'all are back out in the hallway. You see another small door to your right, and you see two grand doors um, across the hallway. Um, one close to you, and one down towards the fireplace. So you've got three doors in this uh, area. Do we want to do the other small door? You lead the way, friend. What do we want? Let, let's uh, let's check out this fireplace. Okay, what do you want to do? Um, does it have any wood in it or around it? Um, there is. Yeah, we could say that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to to just real quickly start a little fire. I can like light a small fire with a little cantrip I have. Okay. You know, just like a little tinder thing and just start a fire in here so it's not so dark when we come through. Okay. Okay, so, um, yeah, what do y'all do? Um, grand doorway over here. Yeah. Oh, you want to open the grand door? Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's what Ingemar uh, would do. Okay. It, we uh, do. You, you try to open this one and it is locked. It just looks like it's a regular lock. There's no chains or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a wooden what about, door. What about this one? This one's also locked, same. It's just got a little door lock on it. What about this thing? This little door is um, unlocked. As you walk into this room, you see an evil spirit, and uh, you need to roll initiative. Oh, oh man. Okay. 20 modifier. All right. Yeah, a good one on the ghost sisters, but 21 modified. Nice. 10. Okay. And I'm going to roll for this thing. It got a 13. So, Ingemar, it is your turn. You see this blue. It looks exactly like its little figure looks. It's just this super ethereal, almost like um, spirit, almost slash Grim Reaper type character. It's got a long flowing blue robe and kind of a skeleton face and uh, looks angry. Okay. Um, with my detect magic still going, do I, do I know? You would recognize this as an undead. Yeah, you would recognize this as an undead creature, which I think your detect magic um, picks up. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So okay. if you want to, you could run a. Um, you could check like a like a religion or an arcana. You could do some kind of check on him if you wanted to. Okay, I'll do an arcana check. Okay. Twelve. Okay, so with the 12, you would recognize this as a specter. It's basically an undead creature. It's about your size. It's angry. And uh, yeah, that's about all you would notice. It's definitely not like the two ghosts that you just encountered. It doesn't say anything. It just kind of is like... <sighs> yeah, something like that. Oh, my. Okay. Okay, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to roll to hit with the Eldritch Blast. That one. Seven. That will miss. Do you want to do anything else? You want to move or anything? Yep. We'll go over here, up on this table. Okay. I like it. You want to end your turn? Nope. No. 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 I must okay. face the enemy. 
Okay, I'm ready. You get. <laughs> All right, Lenny, you're up. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to activate my crimson right. Okay. Uh, which means I have to take one d four damage. Uh, so I take two damage. Okay. To activate it, and then I'm going to give the old attack with the dagger with that. So let me make sure I'm reading this right to see what I get extra on it. As yeah, bonus, describe the crimson crimson right to me. So you yeah, as a bon- as a bonus action, I view my weapon to strike for one d four extra damage of my chosen type. Uh, And with my Ride of the Dawn, which turns on basically when I do this, uh, I resist necrotic damage, and when I hit an undead creature with a weapon that has the right active, I deal an additional 1d4 damage. So, if I'm reading this right, and Sam... That'd be 2d4s? Yeah. That's the way y'all hear it? Yeah. I think so. Since it's undead, I I get... This is an undead creature. Um, Right. You do know that. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to bang it with the dagger and then I'll roll the extras. Now, does the Crimson Rite make the dagger into a magical weapon? What would be y'all's opinion on that? I would say yes. It basically, yeah, it says right damage is magical and last while I hold the weapon. Yeah. There you go. All right. Hey, I'm not even going to hit all that talk. Five. What is it? Modified five? Yeah. At least I know where I'm going with this now. Well, and you know that your weapon, it's still... How long does that last? It lasts... Until I rest, basically. Okay. All right, so you've got your dagger imbued with the Crimson Rite. Um, do you want to do anything? You want to move or do anything, a check or do anything like that? Uh, yeah, I'll kind of move a little bit out of the way right here. Okay. Next, it is the um, Spirit's turn. The spec- I'll just go ahead and call it. It's a specter. Um, Ingomar uncovered that. And it's going to move up to Lenny since you just tried to attack it last and you're fairly close to it. So it's going to move up there and it's going to try and hit you with an attack, a melee attack that's called Life Drain, (laughs) which is unfortunately as scary as it sounds. Okay. (laughs) Oof! it got a 17 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. So he he rolls three D6s. So he does... um, he does 12 damage. You need to make a constitution saving throw. Um, eight. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so bad. It's been a pleasure adventuring with you, fellas. <laughs> right. So, your damage is permanently reduced by 12 until you take a long rest. 12? Well, whatever the, the amount that he just took, wasn't it 12? Yeah. So that's your max, that's your new max HP until you guys complete a long rest. Oh, oh, you said his wow. damage was reduced by that much. I was like, so he can't hurt anything. That's no, almost his, worse, though. His yeah. HP well, is permanently reduced until you take a long rest. It's permanently I, reduced by 12 to whatever that new total is. Correct. So I take 12 more, or I just can max out at 12 now? You no, just no. can max out, not what at was, 12, but what whatever was your you old were, Yeah, max. Well, my old max is 
31, but I'm at 11 right now. Right, so but your new max is... Right, so it doesn't 19. really matter because I'm at 11 anyways. Like, your new yeah. max is 19 if you want to make another gotcha. that okay. until you do a yeah. long rest. So it just goes right. from your max HP. Yeah, so if I get healed up, that's what I... Okay. Right, yes. right. Yeah, you can only get healed up to 19 without a long rest. Dear God. That... Yeah, that went about as bad as it could possibly go because, yeah. to be honest, this guy's not crazy well... scary. <laughs> Yeah, all the rolls were in. I know two fives. My good good Um, comrades, please throw this man down this random (laughs) hole in the room. Yeah, is that a hole in the room? (laughs) No, that is just a just uh, just creation error. Okay, (laughs) because I was like, wait, what's below us? Isn't it like the dining room? Can we jump into the dining room? All right, it's gonna end its turn, and Owen is your turn. All right. So Ohen is going to step up and cross his fingers. We really need a critical smite from hell right now. Here we go. Longsword attack. 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. I'm I'm going to smite him. Okay. Um, so Describe basically what, what that, that means is I'm going to take one of my spell slots to add some radiant damage to this. And I need to read exactly how much it is because I'm going to use a second level spell slot. When you hit with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one spell slot to deal 2d8 extra radiant damage, plus 1d8 for each spell higher than first. So I'm going to do a second level, so that'll be 3d8, and plus 1d8 against undead or fiends. So this does count as an undead, right? 4d8s, yeah. So an extra 4d8 on top of my 1d8 for the thing. So let me mark that I used the spell slot. 5d8s. So, yeah, yeah. Holy Um, shit, okay. So eight slashing, and then let's see how much radiant. This is also radiant damage. I don't know if he's vulnerable to that or not, but okay, if he is, ahead. it's fourteen radiant damage. Eight plus fourteen. Mm-hmm. All right, describe how you smite this bad boy. Okay, so I raise my sword up as this, as I see it sucking all of Lindy's life out, and it turns blinding bright white, and I bring it down, and as it hits, a light just, like, explodes out of his crown and just, like, shatters him into a, a particles of light. Eat my ass, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead. Nice. That was all I was looking for. Thank you so, and my good friend. Very well struck. You are holy meatball, you. Now close that door and get the bloody leprechaun into the bed over there so he can heal up. Right. Good sir, do not let my outfit confuse me. I am taller than you and I will show it. (laughs) Well, you're about half fucking dead, so why don't you lay your fucking ass down? You're no good to me if you die out on the floor. Ease your language up. Ingemar. <laughs> Ingemar's right. That thing did something mighty unholy to you. Your skin is ashen gray. You're ashen gray. Oh, thank son you. I've always thought that was a sexy ass name. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, do you guys want to take a short rest in here? Yeah, there's uh, no way I'm going to actually be able to, to heal this guy. Heal his. Uh, do you want to try to do a long rest in this haunted hellscape? Yep. <laughs> we should probably check this other door before we do that. Nope. <laughs> okay. I don't think we should leave this room until 
you have spells back and that man over there is cantankerous as he is with his goodness self is can, healed up can i move the the dresser in front of the door yeah roll oh. a roll a strength check okay tie this hand grenade i brought to the door handle 21 okay yep you can you could do that okay um i'm gonna use the last of my lay on hands and get him five more hp just in case something bad happens while we're sleeping because i'll get all that back after the rest anyways okay you get five more hp back lenny thank you my good man it feels better already good night's rest and we'll all feel better did, did I sound like an NPC from a video game when I said that? Because I felt like one. That was very like Skyrim <laughs> NPC. <laughs> Good night's rest, and we'll all feel better. <laughs> oh my god! All right, all right. As Lenny gets sucked off, and Owen smites the sucker. That's why I told you to stay on that side of the room, so I don't want any of that sucking off talk from you. Uh, all right, fine. I'll go over off. here with Ingermar. I was talking to Ingemar. Sir Owen, you can come back over here. You're a reasonable fellow. So you guys arrived. I was the most reasonable of the three. So um, you guys arrived here sometime at night. Um, it was eight or nine. So long rest, let's say, was... How long do we say is normally the long rest, Sam? It's like eight hours. But if we're taking watches, it would be longer, right? Because we'd have to split that up. There's... There's a chart somewhere that tells you. I think it's like 12 hours if you got three people or something like that. Yeah, 12 hours is what I thought. So, um, yeah, the Spectre's back. Good morning. Oh, fucking hell. When does he come back? (laughs) (laughs) Did we succeed in our long rest? Did we get our rest or not? It's very important. Yes, you got your long rest. Okay, Okay, worth, worth. Everybody roll, everybody re-roll initiative. He's back and he's angry again. And he's in the exact same spot and he does the same. Quite tired of your antics, sir. I got an 11. I got a 7. Be like, I'll send you back where you came from. Don't you remember what happened last time? Got a 17 as well. So let's go to Lenny. All right, Lenny, you're up. And you know what? I'm just going to do the thing I did the first time. I'm going to fucking light my weapon up instead. Okay. You're going to do your dagger? Yeah, it's I, I still have to take the same damage and stuff, but it seems like this way. I take three damage. Okay. And let me roll the hit. The dagger. God bless, man. Six. Are you, and you're adding your bonus and everything on these? Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, okay. it's modified. Yeah. All right, yeah, that misses. He's but rolling like one, curse on your weapon. Yeah, you've done. You did that yesterday or last time too. Yeah, I'm rolling dog shit. Lily is not a lucky character. Indeed, I am not, sir. All right, <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking stick my ass here then for now. Okay, um, Ingemar, it is your turn. Uh, I need this. Spirit to cast a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Which is a d20, correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, specifically saving throw, so it gets its d20 plus, I don't know, Sam. Yeah, Sam, what what does it get? He, so he will have saving... Oh, you said dexterity? It's, okay. Yeah, Yeah. so you'll just add his dexterity. He he might be proficient in a couple of saving throws, so it might list those. But otherwise, just add his dagger. Right, he got a 14. Okay, he saved it. Oh, that's got to be close. Yeah. Wh- 
Okay. What were nothing you trying happens. to do? Not, absolutely nothing happens. Okay. You want to move or you want to stay on your table? I'm good on my table. Okay. It's going to be the spirit's turn, and it is going to just come. It's it's a dumb spirit, so it's just going to make a run for Owen right in front of him here. Okay. It, yeah, is, this an, is this an attack? It is an attack. Okay. Right as he gets close to me, I'm going to flash a blinding light and use my warding flare. And when a creature you're attacked by that can be blinded attacks me, then I can impose disadvantage on the roll. So I don't know if this guy can be blinded. Well, not, you know what I'm going to give you? I'm going to give you this anyways. He has something called sunlight sensitivity. While in sunlight, the specter has disadvantage on attack rolls. So I'm going to give you that. Okay. Yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah, you're flashing like the blinding sword, light yeah. on him and you're harnessing the power of the sun and uh, I'm glad you did that because his first roll was a nat 20 frick yeah okay. and his second roll was a freaking 22 dirty 22 wow okay All so right. he's gonna hit you so he's gonna do his life drain attack on you okay so he's gonna do the same oh, thing the he tried to do suck. to Lenny he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna do the big suck on you and roll 3d6s um, first one's a five, three, oh, and a six. Oh my god. He does 14. 14 necrotic damage to you. If you go ahead and roll your constitution saving throw. That's a 19. Whew. Okay, so you saved it. So you do not take the reduction to your HP that Lenny took last time. So you okay, just, so take, just, just take the damage. Just take 14 damage. Jesus. Yeah, no big deal. Whew. And he'll end his turn. Okay. That's your and turn, I will, As they say, clap back. <laughs> uh, 18 to hit? That hits. Alright, I'm going to burn. This time it's just a level 1 spell, so that'll be 3 extra d8. So let's see. The slashing damage is 10 plus 3d8 radiant. Will be another 10 radiant. Okay, so he is uh, he's really hurt and he lets out a scream like a but he is not quite dead. Oh man. Uh, he kind of right. flickers in and out of existence almost. Back to the shadows! Alright, I'll end my turn. Alright, Lenny, it's your turn again. <clears throat> Alright, I'm gonna just try to dagger this bitch. Okay. Roll to hit, baby. There we go. 22. That hits. All right, so let me do my regular damage first. It's going to be three. Okay. And then I'll roll two D4s. Yeah. Yep. And that's another five. All right. Tell me how you killed this bad boy, Lenny. All right. I pull out my shifty little daggers uh, with its blinding light focusing off of it, and I stab him in his stupid ghost face. Because I'm tired of his shit, and he woke us up before we wanted to get up. He just goes, <laughs> and he's dead. <laughs> just disappears with a poof of light. All right, boys. I like this Back guy. to it. All right. <laughs> Y'all like that, that I, he reappeared? <laughs> oh, my God. Little bastard. Okay. Um, it was actually a female, too. I mean, you, you really couldn't tell because it was like a skeleton in robes. Well, but... I didn't ask if it's pronouns before I stabbed him. Right. Well. Yeah, yeah. But just, just straight for to the stabbing. Canon um, All right. What do you want to do? These daggers don't discriminate. Myself. 
with a little bit of HPs because that was a big hit. I'm gonna drop a level one cure wounds on myself. Okay, how much does that give you? One uh, d eight plus two. So just give you the ten then, since we're out of combat. Okay. I yeah, we'll take it. Let's do the ten. Right, we're not in combat. All right, Ingemar goes into this um, room yeah. here. Okay, so this is just a storage room. It is full of dishes and cleaning supplies and other accoutrements for a large mansion and large parties, um, jugs of wine, jugs of beer. It's kind of like an overflow storage area. There's brooms and mops and those sorts of things in this room. Uh, you guys could make a check if you wanted to perception check or something okay i'll do an investigation check well he's doing it in there i want to do it out in this four room. yeah so you wouldn't really notice anything in this room but even with the four it doesn't really look like anything's valuable in this room to be honest it, the, the one thing that you would notice even with the four is that it's just a lot of stuff i mean even for the size house it, it's just a lot of stuff like it's it's a lot of shelves and a lot of dishes Seems excessive, almost. I do believe these people used to have orgies here. If I was guessing. Okay, alright, alright, alright. Very specific types of parties. Got it. Uh, I got a 14 on this room. The room with the specter in it. Okay, so you kind of rummage around, and um, there's a tiny... This, this room is very... Uh, Parsley yeah, decorated? Yeah, you... Yeah, Parsley. sparse. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. You've got basically, there's almost like a straw-filled mattress um, that's kind of understuffed and a hard wooden chair. There's a little, um, there's some cleaning supplies in this room. And then there is a, um, there's a desk by the door. And with a 14, you would open the, the, the drawer and you would actually notice a little note in the desk. And the note says, in all caps, in big bold letters, it says, Keep doors locked at all times to my study, Berelda, if you are not attending to them. Sign Mr. Turn. Okay. I, I do believe we have defeated the ghost of the chambermaid, gentlemen. <laughs> I can go with your assessment, Lenny. <laughs> and she was um, quite a uh, She was a bit of a cunt, if that is what you were saying, sir. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> My, my faith will not allow me to use such language. <laughs> Y'all are cracking me up because some of this is not going the way that I thought, but that's the fun of it, right? I know. That's what makes it great. Some fights that you think are going to be terrifying aren't. Some things that you think are going to be fights aren't. Some you get to do twice. That was awesome. That that guy, he's so... So that guy, I'll just tell y'all now, he only has 22 HP, but that freaking move is scary if you fail that save. Mm -hmm. Well, it's scary if you don't sell the say. That's still a lot of damage. Yeah. Let me out okay. of this bed or this uh, chamber of... All right, so you found the note from Mr. Eight. Turn that says keep the study locked if you're not attending to it. And, um, yeah, what do y'all want to do? You want to leave this room? Yeah, let's GTFO. Yep. Yeah, what are, you, what, what, are, what are you drinking? It's basically apple cider with lemon juice and honey and bourbon. Mm, that sounds nice. good. Yeah, it's that great. sounds good. I was feeling like I might be getting sick, and I also wanted a drink. And I was like, "We'll just, we'll just have one of these." We'll just, we'll Two birds, one stone. That shit. Two birds getting stoned at once. Mm -hmm. 
I had two, two of the um, one of my all-time Grail beers, that Three Floyd Zombie Dust, and then I'm now I'm drinking Ranch Water just to tone it down. I think another Zombie Dust might not allow me to DM any further. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, like? Definitely uh, one that you have to pace on. Yeah, <laughs> they're so good. I could have drank like four of them, but no. Okay, so um, I had opened these doors earlier, but do, do y'all want to go in this door that's right across the hall, the bigger door? You said it was locked. Yeah, it is locked. We really Let's, need to uh, roll a uh, check of some kind. Roll a uh, whatever y'all want to do. Does anybody have like a uh, thieves' tools or something? Locked. Not day? on this character, unfortunately. Body knock. He'd get right in. Yeah. Yeah. Seth, do you? Does Ingemar have any way to open this without force? No. All right, force it is. Well. Yeah. So you you could roll a um, just like a strength check. Um, you, yeah, can that do uh, athletics you could do it. You could, yeah, you could help each other and give give someone advantage. You could do like a help oh. strength check. Oh yeah, and I have a cantrip called guidance. I'm so glad you mentioned that. <laughs> that like I can basically say a little prayer, and then once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add that number to one ability check of its choice. So this is the perfect scenario for that. Like you yeah, know, so you want to you want to do that for Ingemar, and he can make a strength check or an athletics check. Yeah, we can do that. You need yeah. to declare before he does it, or just after? No, no. I mean, I can declare it now. I okay. put it on him, and then I concentrate on it up to a minute. So, like, okay, go ahead and roll a strength check. So, and add a, add a d four. Ten. Oh, all right. Eighteen. Okay. Oh, eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Ten. 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 10? Ten. Well, ten. Ten is right on it. So you uh, slam a shoulder into this thing. And you just break the little deadbolt off and kind of crack the door. This thing opens right up, and let me reveal it for you guys. Okay, so as you, it looks like a couple of you guys have walked in. So as you walk in, you notice on your right there is a um, fireplace. It's out, so this room is like everything else. It's it's dark, so I think Ingomar and Lenny can both see kind of clearly around. I I assume. Do you still have your light cast, Sam? Um. So you could I, yeah, yeah. It. I I would have had to recast it this morning, um, but probably after we dealt with the ambush, I would have done so. So you guys um, can all see pretty clearly in here. You want to use detect magic? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you would not detect anything magical in in this room, and um, the the whole house has kind of these stone walls, so you you, you wouldn't detect anything magic in this area. Um, seeing Ingmar do that. Uh, Sir Owen will do what he has been forgetting to do in the last couple rooms that had Undead and cast his Divine Sense, which lets him uh, know if there's a Celestial Fiend or Undead within 60 feet that's not behind total cover. So basically, um, You would not find anything in here either, except you would, with the 60 feet, you would see um, Jack and Jacqueline in their room. That right, you are yeah, at, yeah. So, so I'd, I'd sense them and be like, okay, Sense is working calibrated yep those would be the only two you see you you would detect in this room so um as you walk in you see two grand chairs in front of the fireplace um the fireplace is off but there is bookshelves on either side of the fireplace there are paintings all over the wall this is a very nicely decorated kind of a masculine decorated room and you've got two dresser type shelves behind you over on the far side of the room, you would see some 
kind of like tinkerers tables like there's one table with some weapons laid out there's one with some books all over it and one with like some potions and stuff it it looks like a like a nice office basically or a study or a library something like that i forgot the what's the guy's name what's mr turn's name it's just mr turn as far as you know looks like mr turn was uh quite the tinkerer held many hobbies so ingemar starts rummaging around at the bottles trying to see if there's anything that he could find that was useful yeah roll a roll a roll some kind of check like uh you could roll an arcana or investigation something like that 10 so with the tin, yeah, with the tin, you would see that there are kind of potions and things on this table. But with the tin, you would actually notice that they're not real. Um, there's really no magic. It's like someone who's tried to create potions. There's like one, there's like a little bottle that just says money on it. And uh, it just looks like some colored liquids kind of balling it's like, around. And It's like potions for dummies. <laughs> Yeah, there's some books Book. that are like handwritten. It looks like they're in handwriting and they're like, um, you know, like limitless wealth spells. And, uh, but they, you would know with your warlock knowledge that they're not real. They're, they're poor attempts at, uh, those sorts of things. Weird. I mean, not, not super weird. Makes a lot of sense actually in a magical world that you'd be like, <sighs> what's the best get rich quick scheme? It's got to be through magic, right? Okay, so at that point, Ingemar is going to start rummaging around the entire room. Okay, just roll a uh, roll another investigation check. And yeah, and what do you want to look I'd at like specifically? Just kind of go, kind of tell me exactly what you want to look at and what you want to check, and give me some specifics. We'll go through okay. them one at a time. So I'm over here at the bookshelves. I'm okay, just, roll a roll a check for me. Literally going to be rifling through everything. Ten. Okay. Very consistent. So, Very yeah, consistent. you're consistent. So <laughs> that's with insane. Ten, um, with a ten, you know, you can see that there are books on wealth and beauty. Um, they're all like these very surface interests. Um, you you actually with the ten, you would see some books that kind of give instructions on um, summoning. Um, so so some kind of darker books but uh, all related to gathering of wealth and beauty and these surface um, pursuits. I would like to scan like his his personal desk for like a journal or, you know, personal notes or anything like that. I got a 13 investigation. Okay, so on his desk there, you would notice um, he, he does have a journal and if you if you flip back to the beginning, he, he's basically kind of a normal guy. There's things about his family, things about his wife, um, things that he's doing with his kids, those sorts of things. And as time goes on, as you kind of flip through the pages, you thumb through the pages, it's basically like towards the end of the journal. He's just kind of a depraved, greed-obsessed, status-obsessed guy. And th- there's also some notes about parties with a lot of young people keeping up appearances and those sorts of things hmm. so a lot of the same kind of theme you're seeing with these checks right uh ingemar you want to check anything else 
Yeah, the next set of bookshelves. Okay, roll a check. 18. Okay, with an 18, um, this side looks like maybe they belong to uh, Mrs. Turn. It's all things about beauty. And uh, you actually notice there are some kind of dark magic symbols with uh, the same goat that you saw on the armor downstairs. Um, there's kind of a black goat head with pictures and occult symbols. Yeah, her stuff is all related to like transmutation, to, to defy age, for beauty and, and those sorts of things. But yeah, it, it's a pretty sinister um, scene. You might start to notice why you found the note in Verelda's desk about keeping this door locked. What kind of paintings are there on the walls in here? Ah, oh, yeah. Roll a, roll a check. Roll an investigation check on us. Uh, nine? Okay, so with a nine, they, they look like relatively normal painting. They just are various historical figures. Art-type um, stuff. and Yeah, there's some landscapes that just show, like, people kind of frolicking in fields. They seem relatively harmless with a nine. You don't know who any of the people are, really. Just, just generic kind of paintings to you with a nine. Okay, so I'm going to open these little vanities. Okay. Um, if you open this one on the left, you'll find some jewelry. They do have some value, so if you wanted to take the jewelry, they're worth uh, about a total of 50 gold. Hairbrushes, those sorts of things. Wouldn't really find anything else in in this one here. Rich. Okay. <laughs> yeah, got some gold for sure. If you ever make it out of this place alive. What were you rolling, Seals? I saw you rolled something. Uh, I rolled an uh, investigation. It was 13. What uh, What? What in the room do you want to target specifically? Oh, I did, it, I, I did it with the paintings when he was doing it. So with a 13, you would notice... So the one that looks like a landscape with people dancing in a field... Um, everyone in the field is wearing these black robes. They're, they're kind of in a weird pattern. Damn Satanists. Yeah, they've got hoods on. Yeah, right there in front of you, Ingemar. They've got hoods on over their heads, and they're kind of, they're all dressed the same. It, it looks a little more sinister. The, the field is rotten. You wouldn't see any specifics, but you would see a kind of a, a little bit of a darker scene as you look closer. So, knowing all the spectral chaos that I've encountered so far in this place... <laughs> I'm going to come over to where I see all these weapons, and I'm going to roll an Arcana check to see if I can figure out if any of these weapons have been imbued in any sort of way. Okay. 15. Yeah, 15 is, is good, but the, none of these weapons have. Again, you see little scribblings about, um, like, uh, Magic Weapon 101 and follow these instructions, and but everything just looks kind of normal. Nothing. It doesn't look like anything really worked. Um, they tried, you can tell with a 15, but you don't see any magical weapons. So all everything on this table, you could you could use these items. There's daggers and short swords, and there's a great sword, hand axe. But uh, if you wanted to to use these items, but nothing magical that you can tell with that check. Just like peanut butter slathered on one. Yeah. It's like, oh, that doesn't work. Right. Okay, you see, like, notes, like, this. scratched out, like, spit on this one. And then it's, like, scratched <laughs> out. Like, nah. Yeah, that, those sorts of things. <laughs> okay, so I'd open this other chest, other vanity. Thing. So in this vanity, you would find 200 gold. 
what the fudge? There's like a men's hat in here, some other little notes and, and writings and nothing of note, nothing specific that would kind of help you out, but definitely a lot of gold. You could tell that these people are wealthy. This looks like this one is Mr. Turns on the side, so. Okay. I don't know what to do. I, I think, uh, I don't think there's much more we should do in here. Okay. There's one last room. I think we all know what we're getting into. We still haven't found your parents. You'll just hang tight. Once we, uh, once we locate them, we'll be right back for you, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so, um, this door's locked as well. I, I don't know how to read. This door's locked as well, so if you guys wanna, I don't know who wants to test it or whatever. Um. Ah, uh, tweak my shoulder on that last one. Come here, you holy meatball, and bash your body into this damn door. Okay, I'll holy meatball bash it. And I can actually give myself the little bonus, so that'll be a 23. Oh, this thing, the the doors like slam open and they like hit on the inside and like rattle back and almost smack you when they rebound back (laughs) in and they slam off so hard. Yeah, so this room's open. So as you walk in this room, you see a uh, great bed right in front of you with two very ornate chests. To your right, you see another fireplace. It is not lit. There's no light in this room again. You see a bearskin rug. To your left, you see uh, two more chairs, some pillows, and you see two mirrors right to your left, and then a couple more dressers to your left in this room. There's actually a couple sets of dressers. There's also several windows, so you've got some moonlight coming through this room, so everybody can see in here. Uh, it's like a very nice room, well decorated. So yeah. Seth on avoiding the mirrors at all cost. Yep. You guys mirrors. Are... Lenny, what are you doing? Uh, sir, I am avoiding mirrors, and I don't know why I'm following my friends. I was sorry. You're good. I got you. <laughs> all right, so you guys are in here. The fade out of character was amazing. <laughs> yeah. What do y'all want to do in here? So I still have to take magic is still active because it lasts for quite a while. So Okay. So with your detect magic, you would actually not detect any magic in this room. I, I will also cast my divine sense again in this room okay you won't see anything in this room or the hallway but you would see jack and jacqueline again just kind of floating around in their room <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so the bearskin rug is not going to come alive it's not undead that's good to know okay so <laughs> from here i would actually while he's looking that up do have we heard any more like party sounds since we went in the kitchen and they stopped yeah and I should have said that earlier. When you left the kitchen, you heard them again. It's almost like there's some kind of spell or something cast on that room because you can still hear it now, but it, it sounds like it's down in the ki- in the dining room. And, and when you checked it, obviously there was nothing there. Um, so it almost seems like a, like a little bit of a trick for people that would be outside or that just come in the entryway. Nothing really of note there. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Okay. I just yeah, that's what I was curious. If it started back or if there was more sounds of Yeah, it started you know, back up here or something. It starts back and you're just like, Wow, that is weird. Um but uh yeah, you know that it was just a kind of a simple trick, some kind of spell enchantment cast on that room. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll start poking around this one. This room makes me more nervous than the other ones. Yeah, just give me some bed. specifics on what you can see. Yeah, I'm checking out the bed last. Light, Owen. See if you can get a light going in that fireplace. We have one mind, my friend. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can get this fireplace going. Yep, there's wood in there. You're successful. Owen is all about uh, 
getting fires going, spreading the light. So you kind of light this room up. You can see a little bit better. Yeah, you can see there's a there's it's a grand like four poster bed, um, two ornate chests with gold all around them, and then you just see like these kind of dressers that you've already seen throughout the house, um, kind of all around the room. Uh, two chairs, like almost throne-like chairs with pillows by the feet. More paintings in this room. Two windows. I'm sorry, multiple windows, and you see two mirrors again over here on the left. So. Ingemar starts grumbling under his breath. This is terrible. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. And he pulls his hood down low over his eyes and he makes an arcana check on the mirrors. Okay, do you want to check one specifically? The one on the right. Okay. It's an 11 and he's not looking at it. He's looking at the ground. He's just kind of reaching out with his senses to see if he can sense anything. Okay. So as you do that, you see just kind of out of the corner of your eye, just the top of your vision. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you just see this almost blinding gold reflection. And it's, um, what do you want to do? Do you want to look, kind of look at it a little closer? Absolutely not. I wouldn't okay. have even looked at that much. <laughs> okay, so you just kind of see this kind of golden reflection and you kind of look away. Okay. So I'm gonna walk up and say, what did you see? Uh, there's something bright and creepy in there. Probably one of their damn failed rich people spells. Yes. uh, My concern is that the thing that they might have succeeded in is, in fact, their appearances. Yes. Owen, do you want to check the mirror? Uh, I'll say, let's let's see if we can find anything else first before we deal with that. Stick your big-ass sword and pop up in one of these chests, you ball. Yeah, I'll open up this uh, chest on the right. So you open the one on the right. Um, this is what you find. You find a bunch of beautiful jewelry. It looks like women's jewelry. Um, you find a hundred gold. You find a potion of healing. Oh, okay. A potion of invisibility. Whoa. And the real treasure that you see in the bottom of the chest is you find something called a vicious dagger. If you guys want to look that up on D&D Beyond... It's basically a magical weapon. It's an imbued magical weapon, but it's a dagger. So y'all can decide what you want to do with the potion of healing, potion of invisibility, a hundred gold, and a vicious dagger. And I'm including the jewelry and stuff in the hundred gold, so we don't have to kind of go through the value. But it's lots lots of gold jewelry and necklaces and earrings and those sorts of things. Vicious dagger. I I found a vicious scimitar. When you roll a twenty on your attack roll with this magic weapon, the target takes an extra seven damage of the weapon's type. Yeah, I'll give you the details of the vicious dagger. Who who wants to take that? Who who wants the? It um, exists in D and D Beyond. Oh, the dagger is there. I just saw the yeah the scimitar. It looks like it's the same thing. You give an yeah, extra yeah. seven damage of the. Of the weapon's type, which this one, it's just a... Piercing. Yeah. That's a ton of extra damage, though. Yeah, it's a hell of a weapon. When you roll a 20 on your attack Yeah, it's like a super crit deadly thing. But it's also, it's normal attack is magical attack. So, like, if you fight something that's immune to non-magical weapons, that counts as a magical weapon. That's a good point. Yeah. So I'll open the other chest. Okay. 
So as you open the other chest, um, you find 500 gold, <gasps> 20 <gasps> platinum. <gasps> you find a potion of greater healing, a potion of heroism, Ooh. and you find a journal in there. Okay, let's get this loot sorted. Um, who wants the potion of invisibility? Uh, you, the blood hunter. <clears throat> yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, give you want to give Lenny the potion of invisibility, and uh, if y'all will remember from our other campaign, the potion of invisibility it basically lasts for a good while, but once you attack or do any kind of other like interaction or anything, it goes away. So you right. can go undetected, but if you attack or something, you you reappear. Right, got it added. Okay, and then do you want the vicious dagger? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're already using daggers. I think it makes sense. That thing's pretty salty. Basically gives you a super boost if you get a crit and uh, gives you a magical weapon. Hold on. Time out. I was typing in vicious and noticed there's a vicious antimatter rifle. Can I trade? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> just want to upgrade to the vicious antimatter rifle real quick. Not just. I mean, it's basically equivalent. <laughs> no, you cannot. Okay. Um, basically, um, an equivalent of 700 gold and the one on the left. There's is there like, really okay? So as far as to like inventorying the the monetary stuff, like is there anywhere we can spend it on in this campaign? Is there? Well, a I mean, we might as well write it down. Who knows? I write it down. We ever re yeah. if we ever repick this one up again or something? Yeah, that's true. We could extend it. Yeah, I'll yeah. let you keep your XP and your gold and stuff. You can use the same character. So yeah, okay. that works. Yeah, I was just wanting to know if I should like meticulously keep track of that. Now, did anybody look up the potion of heroism? Because it's yes. really cool. I think that the holy meatball needs to carry that. I mean, it's I, heroism is almost a spell I took, so I would really like to have the potion of heroism since I somebody didn't somebody yet. read it so we know for what one exactly hour is. after for one hour after drinking it you gain 10 temporary hit points that last for one hour for the same duration you are under the effect of the bless spell no oh concentration God. required this blue potion bubbles and steams as if boiling so i definitely think uh, the holy meatball needs to take that yeah that's yeah, great that's so cool it just bumps up your hp by 10 for an hour which would basically and, be the rest of y'all's no, time in here and Unless the bless spell is what i used before where you get an extra d4 on all your attacks yeah the bless spell is big 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 that's great no concentration for an hour like that's wonderful that's a great just keep that in mind when you use it y'all if you take a short rest or something you'll have to weigh that against your your loss of losing the, the potion. Sure. So, yeah. um, I'm going to take the greater healing, but I don't know how to only see. Oh, there it is. You could use the homebrew one, and we'll do the same rules as Sam. If you use it as an attack, as, as an, an action, action, then you get the full potential. What's the difference between the homebrew and the regular? It just has that text in there. Yeah. Of if you use an action, you get all the healing. If you use a bonus action, you, you can take either you one. Roll. It doesn't matter. Potion of Heroism. Did we get the gold? 500 gold? Just, I mean, I'm fine if Ingermar just takes it all and we'll just... Yeah, well, I didn't add the gold from the... I didn't add the gold from... Yeah, what did I say in there? I did the 100 from this one, and there was... Okay, so grab like the other Like 200 room. in the other one, right? In the other room? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I've been collecting the gold. I just didn't know how much was in your chest. There's So, so far, we have 1,100 gold and 20 platinum. Jeez. Yeah, that's accurate. That's These the guys are pretty rich. Okay. I'd like to buy that antimatter rifle now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if y'all make it out of this house alive, then we could discuss in your in our next uh, next year's spooktacular. 
next year's spectacular. Um, <laughs> so okay, we got everything. Um, we got the dagger. We got the potions so of healing. The, you still have the potion of regular healing, Sam? Yeah, I took the regular healing potion. Just and the potion of invisibility went to Lenny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dagger, and Sam got the potion of heroism, and I have the potion of greater healing. Yep. Okay. Well, y'all are y'all are y'all should be feeling a little bit more comfortable now. Nope. That potion of heroism's great. There's still mirrors in this house. Right. There's still soul sucking mirrors in this house. All right. I'm gonna there check out the bed, see if there's bodies in it. Okay. Okay. Nothing on the bed. Bed is is just no the skeletons. bed. No, right. it's nicely made and uh, fixed up, and that's it. About to break these mirrors. I'm scared of them. Alright, I'm gonna do it. You're gonna it's look like, at it? Yeah, he's gonna say, Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. We'll make a difference. <laughs> wait, wait oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Uh, I don't know what Seth's having me hold on for, but while he's thinking of it, I'm gonna cast Guidance on myself. I can concentrate on it for up to a minute to get that extra d4. So okay. if I have to make a saving throw or something. Okay. Um, it's not saving throws. It's just ability checks. Okay. What do you want to do? I'm tempting to bless myself. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cast bless on the three of us. It lasts for how long does it last? Concentration up to a minute. Yeah. So I'm gonna cast bless on myself and then immediately look at it. All right. What did you want to do to me, Seth? I was trying to decide if I could freeze you if you turn psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, he'll say I'm sure if you look at it with just one eye it'll be fine, and he points to his eye patch and he's gonna step up and look straight into the right mirror Okay, so as you look into this right mirror um, what Ingomar was kind of seeing out of the corner of his eyes is behind you there's just like mountains of gold it's like uh, Scrooge McDuck mountains of gold you have a gold crown on with gems all in it, and um, you've got like gold earrings and and your finger. If you kind of raise your hands up and look at your reflection, all ten of your fingers have like these gold gems and um, gold rings with gems. And, Do I get a decked out eye patch? Uh, yeah, your eye patch is like uh, it's like solid gold, and then the little chain is like a pearl, like a mother of pearl <laughs> kind of thing it. around your head, and. Uh, yeah, that's it. You you feel kind of the pull of like, oh, I look pretty damn good this way. Like you feel luster. Yeah, you kind of feel that. Um, yeah, what do you do? Uh, he'll he'll take it in for just a moment and start to kind of feel that pull and that that desire, and then uh, shake it off and and try to look away and, and step okay. away from the mirror. Yep, it, you you successfully do that. So you look okay. away. I'm going to step forward and try to look into the other one and see if it's the same Hold thing. Hold on. While he's doing that, Ingemar looks over and, but just to be clear, did that door close as part of canon? Uh, I, it popped up that you had attempted to close. So no, it, it, you're not like trapped or anything. I tried to close it before we even came in. Okay. Yeah. 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 We can open the door. It wasn't make more comfortable. That'll make you more right, comfortable. You can, you can open the door. <laughs> Y'all are getting okay. scared. I love it. Oh. Okay. So, as you, uh, Owen, as you look in this one, you are like, your face is more handsome than you've ever seen it. You look like you're 18 years old. Um, you've got like, almost looks like you have makeup on. You're, you're like, you're almost in trance. Like you can't look away from yourself. You look so good. 
Um, you've got like smooth skin, the eye patch is gone and you have your two eyes again that you remember from when you were a teenager. You're kind of looking at yourself, you've got like brown hair, all the gray's gone in your beard. You've got a clean, uh, shorn face. And uh, yeah, you, you, you're almost like, God dang, I look good. Like this is, I've never looked so good. Wow, yeah, that, this will um, draw him in more. He will actually kind of like walk towards it and reach up and kind of put a hand to the mirror as he's staring at, uh, you know, having his eye back and just looking so good. He knows that he's rough for wear these days that he's seen better days and it's uh it's it's comforting and exhilarating to see himself looking like that so he's kind of like mesmerized and time is passing and and you guys are like holy shit he's been looking in this mirror for a while so what do you guys do meatball snap out of it uh he'll kind of like shake his head a little bit and be like oh it's, it's nothing I'm, I'm just taking a just a, another moment here just taking a look and he'll, he'll kind of look back to it. Well, stop looking. Of, of course, yes. And he'll, he'll pull himself away. Be like, it's it's no matter some sort of illusion on these, uh, these mirrors. You know better than to look in mirrors in a strange place. Yes, but it's, those children, you see, I wish desperately to figure out how to free them from this place. <laughs> oh, folly. Something's in here. Something's in this house. Something's causing all this chaos, enchantments, and tomfoolery. Let's drag it down and end it so we can be done with this. I couldn't agree with you more. Lenny, are you ready to end some tomfoolery? Yeah, Lenny's ready to start. <laughs> That's all right. Um, yeah, what do right. you, so what do you guys want to do next? You're kind of at an impasse. I'll... I'll, yeah. um, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a clue. Um, your clue may come from, from something that Jack and Jacqueline told you. Um, you, you, you have picked up clues. If you'll think about or maybe look through your notes, um, there, there have been some clues as to what may lead you um, out of this place. So we know these guys are all about their vanity. We know that, well, apparently he was all about the money. She was all about the looks, just this appearance of, of wealth. One dude was pretty specific about making sure that door stayed locked. So. Yeah. Hmm, there's a goat. Yeah, I'm just checking through my stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the, the goat symbols. Have we seen those anywhere other than the uh, the armor and these books? Yeah, uh, Seth saw Ingomar saw some ghost symbols on some some summoning rituals in uh, these bookshelves on the right in the study. There were some pictures of the sim similar goat that you saw in the armor, um, and there were some. You don't know if they're legitimate, just based on kind of a a. a glance but there were some strange occult symbols on some of these books from mrs turn i mean so it's either something to do with you know this occult studies that they were doing and they actually managed to get some stuff going or it's just the the other tragedy of the treatment of their children caused there to be some haunting of this place those are my leading theories 
or it's an illusion. Even the kids. <laughs> Where's the damn bird? A trick is something ah, afford us money, Michael. There is the damn bird. Yeah, he he Blackbeak has been with you guys this whole time. He's just been kind of following you. Um when you get in combat, he just kind of hides and he, he likes to hide behind Owen. Um, he, he, he trusts Owen. Um, he's been poking around. He, he, um, the last thing that he really helped you guys with was the note downstairs. He's, he's, he's really just following you guys. And he's, um, you get the sense that he just basically wants to be part of the crew, but you could try to talk to him maybe. Sure. Did, did you have a question for him, Seth? Because I don't know what to say to him. Hey, you ain't the vermin. <laughs> what do you know about this place? You let us here. You seem comfortable and at home here. Speak. Ah, well, I do have a confession. Oh, God. Motherfucker! You see, something awful. You, you, you see, I, I didn't just see you in the fog. I, um, I, uh, I've been following you guys for a while, and and, and I, it, 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 it's it's nothing. It's nothing. I, 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 um, I, I well, I have. Well, I, I had another companion. Um, a druid. He he was like you guys. He he was an adventurer, and he he um, he he he's no longer with us. And I I uh, I, I flew, I ran, and I um, anyway. I've been so lonely. He he was just like you guys. And, and anyways, I've been following you, and just the way that you fight, and the way that you um. You, 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 you just. I, I, I want to be a part of your group. I, I, I'm, I'm an orphan basically, and I saw you in the fog, and I, and I swear, I swear, I'm, I'm not up to anything. This, this place had no fog, and I, I just wanted to help. I thought it was my opportunity to introduce myself. I, I, I swear, I swear. Meatball. Why you give the bird to the ghost kids? They need a friend too. Ah, uh, please, no, those, those guys, they, they give me the willies. Please, no, no, I, I don't like them. Blackbeak, if we are to trust you, you must be fully honest with us. What is it you're not telling us? I I, I swear, I, I don't know anything. I, 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 I have heard of this place before, but I, I, I guess, but I, I, I don't know. I, I... I I had heard of it once before. So, Owen, while he's st stammering all this, he's going to cast the spell Command. You speak a one-word command to a creature you can see, and they have to make a wisdom saving throw or follow the command. And I'm going to speak the word Truth. Okay. So he And uh, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I'll make a roll here. On the flat surface. You get a 14. Ah, okay. He passes. Well, okay. So he'll just go. I, I, I have heard of this place once before. Y years ago, they, they, they have parties and they, it's, 
I, I don't know what they do, but they, they have a lot of very young people and they they have these great parties. And Mr. Turn has a reputation of, of bringing people up to the study. And, and, and Hold on. That's all I know. Blackbeak. Is this Epstein Island? Oh, no. <laughs> no. There's an edit. <laughs> oh, my God. Edit that, I'm, you're a coward. Oh, I'm not gonna, but but I, I, I swear, I, I, I really don't. I, I don't know anything. I just want to be part of your group. I, I just... I. Especially you, Owen. Ingemar, you know, I could take her. I could take her leave, Ingemar. But you, Owen, you, you're a man of great integrity, and I, I just, I, I, I miss my my companion so much. He was a great druid. He, he taught me how to speak commoner, and he, he, he he's. I, I'm just. A, I swear to you, I'm up to nothing. Blackbeak, if you know anything that could help us rid this place of its foul curse, you must tell us. For the sake of the childrens that gave us all the ache. Well, I, I did notice the dollhouse in the children's room, but you you guys oh, seem got to be fucking kidding me. You you guys <laughs> seem scared of it, so I, I didn't want to mention anything. But did something move in the dollhouse, Blackbeak? I, I don't know. It just it, it looked. I, I, I think you should take a look at it, Owen. Oh, God. Lenny, you want to get sucked into a dollhouse with me? I do declare that sounds like a plan, friend. Oh, God. Ingemar, we're going in the dollhouse. Turn, children! <laughs> Reveal yourselves! So, they they are, are back kind of to their places when they hear you, Ingemar. They... There, everything in this house, kind of including Blackbeak, is just like Ingemar is just he he's a crotchety guy, and they're kind of just scared of him. So Jack, he he goes over here in the corner, and he's like looking into the corner, and he's like, "No, no, I I I don't. Please, y'all, please don't try and leave me again." And Jacqueline, she she just is kind of like standing perfectly still, like a creepy ass ghost, and she just kind of watches you. Sweet girl, move to your brother. How dare you tell me what to do? Another adventurer with nothing, no hope for me and Jack. You fool! She moves close to you, like up into your face. Okay, well, I'm gonna fuck her up. I'm sure okay. goes. You're gonna attack her? If she's gonna get closer, I'm gonna attack her. Alright, roll, everybody roll initiative. Oh shit, here we go! <laughs> I'm having her come up my booty hole while I'm looking at this dollhouse. 17. I got a 20. They got a... She got a 16, and he got a 13. I go last. Okay. What did you get, Sam? 20. Okay. I'm gonna put... Let me make a note here that she's before him. Okay. Second. All right, uh, Owen, you are up. So, remember, these are, um, you know, they're ghosts. They're undead, but they can talk and be reasoned with. And I just want to give you guys a reminder. So, I will. Are you gonna reason with her, or are you gonna attack her? 
Um, y'all, y'all, I mean, when they made moves at each other, she came in like she was gonna attack, right? No, she she did exactly what I described. She said, "How dare you talk to me like that?" And she just kind of like stepped up into his face and just kind of like got an attitude with him. Oh man, so we might have a chance here. Tell you what, I will actually I won't move at all because I'm going to hold my I said turn the, until I said after the nicest thing that I've ever said in this entire campaign. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until after Ingemar goes. I'm actually just gonna like hold for a second and see what they do and <sighs> wait till after his turn. Alright, Ingemar, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna roll for persuasion. Okay, go ahead. Or actually is what I'm going to do is I'm going to ready an action to cast um, Radiance of Dawn if they um, attack. What does what does Radiance of Dawn do? It's my channel divinity. I present my holy symbol, dispel any magical darkness and within 30 feet, and any hostile creature within 30 feet. Basically, I send out a radiant flare that only damages enemies within 30 feet of me so i would i want to run into the room a little ways so that you know i could kind of hit the whole room and then ready that action okay and And the the trigger is if they do anything hostile towards one of us okay i'll release it you want to roll persuasion or i can just start talking i don't know if i need to roll it or not uh yeah go ahead and roll it that 20 Oh, baby. Okay, tell me what you want to say. Young lady, I understand that you have been in here for quite some time. I, too, have walked this earth for quite some time. Let us pass, and let us do what we need to do. I will free you if I can, but if you try me, I will slay you. So she's going to take a couple of steps back. She 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 likes that, and she, she likes that you said that you would try and free her. And with the nat 20... Um, she kind of lets her guard down and she, she kind of believes you. Um, and basically she's going to say to you, okay, Ingemar, I I will give you the benefit of the doubt. You, you three have survived in this house longer than most. And I do believe that there is a way to set me and Jack free, um, within these, these walls. I don't know what it is, but, but I, I, I do think that, um, there is a way to free our souls. I, I just have, really I have about hope. To give it to us there. <laughs> I have hope. Okay. So I'm going to move she across the room. Crotchety old bastard. I'm going to slap this mirror as hard as I can with my fucking sword. And I'm going to walk up to the dollhouse. <laughs> okay. Roll a, um, investigation check on the dollhouse. Okay. So, here we go, boys. With the 16 on the investigation check, what you notice is this house is an exact replica of the house that you are in. Okay? Uh, I was scared so, of the mirrors in the dollhouse. God dang it. it uh, fucking dollhouse. Blackbeak is kind of hopped up behind you, and he's looking over your shoulder. He's he's That last speech has got him kind of invigorated. He He's ready to be a part of the group, so he's like... Hops up right behind you, Ingemar, and he's looking. And um, you guys are looking, and you kind of are thumbing your way through the rooms. And you notice, you start downstairs, and you notice that the entryway is exactly the same. 
Um, the fireplaces are on. The hallway is the same with the broom closet. The dining room has food. And I'm sorry, the kitchen has the food. The dining room actually has the people partying. Um, so you can see the people partying that you might have been hearing and kind of that raucous environment. As you start to look upstairs, you see Jack and Jacqueline in their rooms. They're playing. They're having a good time. Um, Verelda, the, the maid, she's kind of wandering around her room. And the dollhouse is certainly enchanted. Like you can see the little pieces moving, almost like a, like a Harry Potter type scene. Like you can see the pieces moving. You can hear the, the noises that the people would make. You hear the kids laughing. It's just they're having a good old time. And with the 16, you notice in the study upstairs that the fireplace has got a little bit of give to it. And um, as you touch the fireplace, it actually swings open to reveal a uh, hatch. Um, so, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Oh, in the study? Thank you, sweet girl. Is we this the only fireplace that I didn't light in this whole goddamn building? Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> let's check it out let's see if we can find a little button or something wait yeah, roll everybody roll an investigation check on it where's the damn bird and the leprechaun <laughs> lenny lenny's with you guys and uh blackbeak is following y'all he he's he switches between flying and um just kind of like bouncing he does like this little cute little hop uh behind you guys so he's with y'all too so Thank you for listening to the Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies Halloween Spooktacular. Tune in on the next episode to find out what happens to our party and if they survive. <laughs> <coughs>